देन ही ब्रिंग्स अप द केस ऑफ तारकेश्वर सत्याग्रह तारकेश्वर इज एन एंशंट श्राइन एंड अ मेडिवल टेम्पल इन हुगली डिस्ट्रिक्ट ऑफ बंगाल विच वॉज इन देंड्स ऑफ द गिरी लीनियज ऑफ सन्यासीज Tiwari uses very cunning rhetoric to appeal to the popular sentiment of Hindus against the government control of temples which is a sore point in today's politics in order to portray the Tarakeshwar movement as Chitranjan Das along with his protege Bose hellbent on a secular takeover of Tarakeshwar temple which was foiled thank god by the Bengal Brahman Sabha the poor mahant was made to step down by the congress i cannot imagine how can one distort facts to this extent to defame a popular movement by devotees to regain their place of worship against a veritable villain of a mahant in league with an oppressive and alien british government remember congress is not government at this time they had just marginal authority over some barely 4 to 5 administrative councils an accurate comparison would be in fact the sabarimala devotees movement against the communist government in kerala sole exception being that the priests in tarakeshwar were in cahoots with the uh, british government and sabarimala movement was to safeguard against secular liberalism whilst in tarakeshwar it was against libertinism This movement started sometime in April May 1924 when two saints Swami Vishwananda and Swami Satchidananda took the initiative on behalf of the devotees to remove the glaring aberrations that had crept into the management of this age old religious institution turning it into a den of corrupt and immoral activities and against the oppression suffered by pilgrims visiting the shrine the mahants at the helm of affairs especially madhav chandragiri and uh, satish chandragiri were said to have been the embodiments of irresponsible power and sensuality so resentment had been building up as a genuine reaction against the abuses of the later mahants and swami vishwananda had been on one previous occasion mercilessly beaten up by the tarakeshwar mahants goons for standing up to him they formed an organization of sanyasis called mahavikal which then formally approached the bengal provincial congress with a signed appeal to start a non-violent satyagraha they specifically alluded to the akali movement and sgpc's correspondence with gandhi seeking permission to begin satyagraha in order to wrest control of their sites from the udasi mahants and the details of immorality and misappropriations by the last mahant of tarakeshwar dandiswami satish chandragiri behind this unrest are no less shocking including appropriating the estates of the trust as a private property and lording over it like a zamindar he lived a luxurious life moving around on elephants and horses a total debauch who was said to have given up his commitment to the injunctions of brahmacharya he was a giri only in name he had lakhs worth of jewelry stashed away in banks and he had received the title of raja from the british government he had a private army of gurkhas known as birbhadradal and hired goons to terrorize the tenants of his estate students and shopkeepers 
his hirelings used to block the pilgrims access to the temple to extort money from them and he was notorious for violating the modesty of women pilgrims. Sorry if this sounds like a Bollywoodish villain, but unfortunately this is what it was. These later Tarakeshwar Mahans were infamously corrupt and this was not the first time that they had been involved in such shameful scandals. There was a previous case a couple of decades before this, very famous by the name Tarakeshwar affair, also known as the Elokeshi affair, wherein a respectable wife who had gone there seeking treatment for infertility had been raped by the chief Mahant. It culminated in a horrific case of honor killing. And Tiwari is making a case for these profligates. Ye to in Mahashaya sense of dharm hai. Das and Subhash Pose, when the present case was brought to their notice, went to the place on a fact-finding mission in April 1924. And thereafter, a formal report was made. The Mahavitaal had also written separately to Hindu Mahasabha on April 3rd, 1924. And Independent enquiries made by a committee instituted by the Hindu Sabha of uh, Bada Bazaar also refer to the illegal exactions by the agents of the Mahant from the pilgrims, uh, vendors and residents of the pilgrim town as well as two cases of violation of women visiting the place of pilgrimage. So all these charges were confirmed by the Hindu Mahasabha. Subhash Pose then wrote to the provincial Hindu Sabha based on the findings to take up the issue, failing which the Bengal Congress Committee would have to bring itself in. And hereafter there is no involvement of Subhash Pose in this affair. He is not there in any capacity in any of the committees or reports. So, offices of Mahavidal were established at Tarakeshwar and Calcutta. And a committee was made of members of the Bengal Hindu Sabha, Brahman Sabha and Mahabhirdar. They also had the support of the community of saints, among them Pandit Dharanath Bhattacharya and the Samkhya master Vedanta Tirtha Sri Sharachandra. Other temples also gave support, notably Balaji Dev temple. And the Akali set up a langar khana for the protesters. The Congress provided logistical support but they were not directly involved at this stage. Basically, it was a religious reform movement and not a political movement. Satyagraha started in earnest for free access of devotees to the temple, for restoring worship according to Shastras and to ensure the dignity of female pilgrims. A massive democratic movement to reclaim the temple which had been turned into a huge private fief by the Mahant. The Mahant responded by setting his army upon the people. He summoned the British government to his aid, which was followed by brutally repressive measures, shooting, jailing of a number of devotees, mercilessly beaten up in custody, including 14 minors in Bankura jail. Several lives were lost. This was when, at the request of Mahavir Dal, the Bengal Provincial Congress Committee actively got involved because they couldn't handle it any longer. But Sarvesh Tiwari of course finds the remark of Lord Lytton more trustworthy, who dismissed it as a colossal hoax. The same Lytton who made the smirking remark that Indian village women complaining of rape by British police were lying to smear the police. 
He was of course made to withdraw his remark, but these are the kind of sources used by Tiwari. Far from taking over the temple, Das clearly stated that he would be no party to any settlement which will not protect the people of Tarakeshwar or those who stood, stood by a true religious spirit against the Mahant. The temple and the debitor property, property devoted to the deity, must also be protected. Tiwari says that Gandhi had to intervene to stop Chitranjan Das from taking over the temple. Again, plain lie. One Subodh Krishnabasu, identifying himself as the secretary of the Hindu Temple Reform League, had sent a telegram to the governor, the viceroy and to Gandhi, praying their intervention since after the publication of Deshbandhu Das's message to adopt Satyagraha, riot and violence started this morning in Tarakeshwar temple. Public apprehends repetition of Chauri Chora. This was found to be spurious and the man turned out to be a lackey of the Mahant. So there was a verification campaign against Das, of course, planted by the Mahant's agents, accusing him of all and sundry, creating friction between landlords and tenants, portraying him as a proponent of the permanent settlement, calling him a Brahmo who wanted to do away with Hindu shrines, of taking political advantage of the struggle and using temple funds for his party. Canards along usual lines which Sriman Tripathi also eagerly circulates. But to wind up, quoting Das's own words on this, I do not desire any friction between landlords and tenants. I have opposed the idea of such class war from public platforms. The question of the repeal of permanent settlement is an undesirable question to raise and in my opinion, whatever steps are taken must be taken after the attainment of self-government and even then only as a matter of agreement between landlords and tenants. I am not a Brahmo, I am a Hindu and I claim to be sincere. It is absolutely untrue that I want to take up Hindu shrines to finance my party. My point of view is the Hindu point of view. I want the shrines to be purified and reformed. I do not want to remove Mahanship but to have a devout Mohant appointed so that the service in the temple may be properly supervised and income applied to the good of the pilgrims and the locality by establishing such educational and charitable institutions as may be required for the good of the people. In my opinion, this is not politics, but if it is so regarded, I am not ashamed of it. Nor is it true that I want the Mohanship to go to some Bengali instead of a Hindi speaking gentleman. I do not wish to interfere in the slightest degree with the traditions of the particular sect to which the Mohant belongs. In the end, Chitranjan Das wanted an independent trust of stakeholders, created from among the community of devotees and worshippers to look after the affairs of the temple. The temple as well as the estate along with other properties and effects would be considered as public properties managed by the committee alone. And the word public here doesn't mean the government, it means the people in general. He had proposed a settlement whereby the incumbent Mahant Satish Chandragiri would abdicate in favour of his chela Prabhat Chandragiri who would be under the control of the committee. The settlement made provisions for the maintenance of the temple, worship of the deity, development of facilities at the pilgrimage, charities undertaken by the committee 
and allowances for the outgoing incumbent as well as the future months. Everything except secular causes or nation building activities as Tiwari claims. These are outright malicious lies. But the settlement was in the end opposed by the Brahman Sabha because they wanted a committee of Brahmins to be interested with the running of the temple. So, Brahman Sabha and Mahavir Dal separately approached the government to appoint a receiver. And this is when government intervention happened, not by Chitranjandas.